Hi everyone, welcome back to a very special episode of Teenager Therapy. I feel like it's a very therapeutic one. Um, yes, we are in not our usual setup. Yeah. If you can't tell. <laughs> if you can't hear, if you could hear the waves, can I don't know. Hear hear, the waves I don't well? know, to be honest, maybe slightly. If we're quiet. That can be therapeutic for our listeners. If you too. are an audio listener, this might be a good chance for you to watch the video. Yeah, you could watch it on Spotify or on YouTube or like on our social medias. Um, why are we at the beach, though? Yeah, why are we? Why? <laughs> why? Well, it's our last episode of the year. This is our way of doing something yeah. special. And we've never done something like this before, ever. We've, we've always wanted to, but... yeah. Never I mean, got around to it. It was a bit of a hassle to bring everything <laughs> down here. I think it'll be worth it. Yeah, though. no, it'll, it'll be worth it. It is really nice. I think it's um a nice way to close out the year with a sunset at the beach. Our favorite beach. Yeah, our favorite beach. Laguna I don't know. Laguna has always been our safe space. I think it really has. We always want to run away here when things <laughs> get rough for us. Yeah, every time I'm like, I need a break. It's let's go to Laguna Beach and reset so if you're ever in socal this is the beach the beach yes please visit yeah and so no one here knows i can't get over the fact that there's just people around <laughs> and they're probably wondering what the hell we're doing they seem pretty unbothered yeah no yeah, one right no one cares more than i thought it's because we're in california if i saw this i would be staring <laughs> i'd be like who are they yeah what are they doing and they kind of are, are but also they're doing their own thing yeah Everyone's on their date. Maybe they're just like, oh, they're recording a sweet little podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think with the year closing, I every year we do this. We have a tradition where we just take an episode to reflect on the year behind us and the year in front of us. And this I suppose one is this very is special. A, it is very special. Last year being teens. Damn. Next year we yeah. all turn 20. <laughs> And There's not only that, just, like, so many things happened this year that I thought would never have happened, at least so soon. Because, I mean, again, we are just teenagers, so it's very, very crazy to think. I've experienced so much with being so young. And so I just wonder what's going to happen next. Yeah. I suppose it's a reflection just of our adolescence, of our coming of age, because... The premise of this podcast is that it's a coming-of-age story told in real time. And so, this is like a very big part of what it means to be coming-of-age finished. I mean, it's our last full year. Like, our last full years as teens. Next year, we're going to be 20. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> no, it's crazy. I never thought I would ever reach this age for some reason. Like, I just always imagine myself as a teen like forever i just i have mixed feelings about going into my 20s because whenever i hear or the people that i know that are in their 20s they they say themselves like oh it doesn't feel like i'm in my 20s it feels like i'm still like 18 or something and so it's crazy to think that at which point will you start feeling like your age i hope we always feel 18 though like yeah. i don't know i think we do I Have you seen, like, a lot of older people just say that they just feel young in an old person's body? Yeah. That is scary. 
That's so sad. Because your body can't catch up with your soul, and so it's... Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. You'll forever be stuck in this. I can't process being old. I just... I can't imagine looking at my body and, and seeing it differently, seeing a mature body, and feeling remembering what it felt like to be young and have a young body like have a young soul not a soul because i think you'll always have that but really just the physicality of it the limitations it imposes that is scary and i think when you're a teen you don't really worry too much about it and 20 is still so young but it just feels like the first big step towards full maturity and then you know yeah and i think I just have this idea that in your 20s, your life changes just so drastically because that's when you sort of start to settle down. You know, people say like, oh, in my late 20s, that's when I want to get married or that's when I want to have children. And it's crazy to think that I'm entering that decade where that might potentially happen. And I just I can't seem to picture myself just there yet. It's a scary time, but I'm really excited. You have so much freedom. Big things are happening for you. Yeah, it's just, I just think with every age, you start to realize more that you'll, you'll just have more responsibilities. You'll never go back to just being ignorant in a way. Yeah. Which is good and bad, but I don't know. When you start to reminisce, it's just, damn, I wish I didn't have to worry about anything. Just be a kid. That's the biggest thing of it all is that. There are so many relationships that are only possible when you're young. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there is the cutest little... I don't know if the camera can catch it, but there's the cutest dog ever. I think I saw a little glimpse of Oh, my God. The tiny. <laughs> tiny and so fluffy. Well, I hope it comes up to us. I know. That'd be nice. Maybe you could anyway, say some words. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that is really cute. Uh, oh, that, that goes in my like top five dogs. I really? Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> top five. And during this episode too, what a coincidence! Maybe that's a oh, sign. So cute. Um, it's a Pomeranian. I love. Yeah. Okay. Back what was to I saying? Episode. Sorry. Friends that you only. Yeah, isn't that crazy that there's like so many relationships, relationship dynamics that are only possible when you're young, like friendships. Well. After college, and once you enter your 20s, you spend less and less time with all of your friends. And then relationships. Once you enter your 20s, there's such a different dynamic to how most people approach relationships. Now you have to worry about what are their career goals? what, How much income do they make? Oh do they fit my lifestyle? And love becomes something else that isn't just two people like each other and they just see each other every once in a while. Like that is such a – that's something that – I think for me is the most impactful thing about my 20s is that there's a type of love that's only achievable when you're young and in your teens. And you say goodbye to that possibility once you kind of leave that age. Yeah. Because you could just throw yourself completely at them. Yeah. With no fears. Because you don't have to worry about your career. Like, you're doing stuff. It's just fun. I think that just comes with people. I mean, obviously, as you get older, you 
you just want to find one person and settle down. But yeah. And the older you get, there becomes that, like, time limit as to when oh you need God. to get married and when you need to start having kids. Ooh. Yeah. Because I do want to have kids young, but also, how is that going to fit in with everything? Mm-hmm. And am I even going to find someone in time, you know? You know, I sometimes think that, like, will I? And I know it. This sounds dramatized, but I can't help but think, what if I never find, like, a person to marry or anything? Not not just marriage or just a, a lifelong partner in a romantic way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> besides Thomas. <laughs> um, hey. But, like, you know, somebody that will truly see you, like soulmates, Yeah, how they talk about yeah. Will I ever find that? Sometimes when I think of my future, I can only see myself as a single man. Like, it's hard for me to picture myself with someone. And that's probably just because I don't know who that someone is. But I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever get married. And I don't know if I believe in me- Oh, my God. Wait, guys. The dog might be coming towards us. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, so cute. Um, But, you know, the plan is to have... A sweet husband and a sweet loving dog and eventually kids, but I don't know where it's going to take me. Doesn't feel like there's enough time. <laughs> like, I need I need my 20s to last for 15 years instead of 10. I agree. <laughs> I think it feels that way. Like, we don't have enough time because people make it seem that after your 20s, what do you have to look forward to, I guess, you know? <laughs> they just put so much emphasis and pressure on your 20s, you know, saying your 20s are the best time of your life. You can do this, this, you can do that. And it just seems that all you can accomplish is in your 20s. And after that, you're just living, I guess. I feel like 20s. It's only a big deal when you're young. Yeah. Because as soon as you're past the age of 30, your accomplishments are just like, oh, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. That's, you're at your big age, so you're doing big things. That's the other thing. Like, I feel... Dog. Now they're oh, in the view. So the dog is in the shot, so you can see it. Why is it so I compressed? Hope guys, I, I hope you guys enjoyed that. that. I was that. that was they're so, so cute. like Compressed. Yeah. I've never seen a dog like wow. that. Wow. Anyways, an hour of us getting distracted. (laughs) (laughs) Surfer dog. (laughs) Surfer dog. Family. (laughs) Yeah. Um. No. What was I saying? (laughs) Um. Um. I was saying how things are only big when you're young. Oh, that's the other thing. It's that I feel like I won't be as impressive once I reach my twenties. Because this is our peak. This is (laughs) our peak. Because (laughs) what makes me impressive is like, well, you're so young and doing that. But if you take away the youth, it's like, yeah, like everyone else in their 20s who's doing amazing things. Like, really, as soon as you turn 20, it seems like everyone's doing something big. So it's like, what am I doing? Am I ahead still? Am I behind now? It feels like when you turn 20, suddenly you're behind. Especially when you were, quote unquote, I guess, used to being a successful, like, teenager. You turn 20, it's like, okay, like, I'm fucking old me. (laughs) Yeah.
But also, I'm just looking forward to not doing anything. Really? What does that mean? As in, I'm not worrying about how people are perceiving me. When mm -hmm. I get to like that certain age where I just worry about my family or myself and I do my own thing. I don't have to worry about catering to anybody. Because right now at this age, I feel like there's so many people I just have to attend to. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, there's just so many people that I feel like I have to attend to right now. And I don't know. I can't wait for that age where it's just kind of me. Do you think that the only way that it's possible to achieve that, you know, not caring what people think, only focusing on you, is through time and age? I think so. I think because of college and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just so restricted and I'm constantly surrounded by a specific circle of people that I'm not really able to just run away and do my own thing. And that's been getting very tempting recently, just booking a flight somewhere and living my days out there. I just want to run away from all my problems. And I know that as I get older, the problems just get bigger. So it's like, you keep saying, like, that age, you'll reach this age in your head that, like, everything kind of solves itself, but... Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I don't know if that's ever true. I don't think it's true, but I'm just holding on to it. <laughs> well, why why hold on to that instead of just being like, this is the year because now is now and I want to do it now and not wait to, like, magically reach that? Maybe it's... I don't know. But as soon as I graduate college... And get a job and have a stable financial income and everything. I think that's when I'm, I'll be able to have the freedom to do things. Whereas right now, like, I can't just run away when I don't have my degree yet. Like, I'm still in school. And then right after school, I have to get money. So I have to work. And that takes a few years. So it never I happens. Think, I guess maybe <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm looking forward to retirement. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, you're looking. He's ready to retire and do nothing. I want to retire by the ripe age of 30. <laughs> and That's so funny. Do my own thing. and. No, because I get you. Because yeah. I, I get the urge to retire by like 24. Because, I mean, nobody dreams of working. Yeah. You know, it's well, just. Well, you know what? I'm not tired of working. I'm tired of being poor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just tired of worrying about money. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really hoping that one of the good things that will come out of growing older is reaching security and stability. Because I feel like that's lacking now. And so I'm hoping. And not even just in a financial sense. I'm just overall because i think when we're young we have so many questions about life and i think as we get older they're not as worrisome i think there still be questions there will always be questions but i just don't think they're as pressing anymore and you feel more calm about life i mean i'm also just hmm. i am in a rush i'm in a very big rush 
to (laughs) do everything. I hear your plans. Yeah. (laughs) I am in a rush. I, and I know you're not supposed to be because everyone tells you like, slow down. You have time. You're good. But when I plan out what I want my life to look like, it doesn't seem like I have a lot of time. I have eight years, eight, nine years to like figure it all out. So sometimes I wonder if I'll regret not having slowed down a little bit more or if I'll be happy that I rushed to try to do everything, assuming that I'm like I reach my goals and such. Um, because I would like to have like be financially stable by like 28, 29 and have a family by like 30. Like that's ideal for me, to be honest. That's very ideal for me. I want that. So I guess it means I have to like work a lot harder when I'm young and figure it all out. Yeah. I just wish we didn't have to work so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I I've been working hard since first grade. Yeah. It's Yeah. I just I want to reach that point where I don't have to just stress. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you don't have to feel like if you stop, the world is going to come crashing around you. Exactly. Yeah. That is the worst. That, like, ah, uh, that really gets to me. That really gets to me. Which is, well, I guess, what I mean by retirement. I just was, ah. It's crazy, though. We're 19, and we're like, I, I wonder how I'll feel in five years and looking back on this. <laughs> because it was how we were raised. We were always raised to think about money. And the do more mm-hmm. to do more this year was really good for us it was a it's l- been a great year <laughs> it was amazing i is there a drone over us yeah <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> that's the other angle actually <laughs> at the other angle we got drone footage. like no way there's a drone above no, literally. us right now <laughs> um but yeah i I remember um, one day after the podcast, we were looking through our yearbook, and in my senior, what's it called, senior superlatives, yeah. I think, um, I put a little quote, and it was something along the lines of, when I get older, I want to travel to places like New York, Paris, and I think the last one was Italy or something, and I put that when I was a senior in high school. When I when I put that quote, I was just like, oh, I'm going to name the places that like, I want to go someday. Maybe Nev- by 23, 24. Maybe by 30. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> somehow, someway, I would get there. And to think that this year, I went to New York and Paris, which were the two places that it I wanted to go. so out of nowhere, too. Yeah. It was insane. So, yeah. it's just, life is funny. <laughs> it's it really so is. funny. It really is. The way that that worked out. And this was a really... I don't, I feel like I will remember 19 because it was a major catalyst for me personally. I think when I look at 2022, it was a year where I got exposed to a much bigger part of the world. I feel like I gained a lot of perspective and wisdom 
on how to ha- on how to handle myself in situations that I think are only going to get more frequent as I grow older. Um, and to experience it at such a young age, I think was a really big blessing. And I'm just I'm like like you said too. I'm so thankful for everything that has happened, all the opportunities we have had, all the people that have helped us, that have uplifted us, that have done all of that. I don't know. It was a memorable year. Like you said, like going to New York. And I think we talk about this all the time, but to some people, it might just seem like you just traveled to a city. Like, why is it, you know, like, why was it so impactful? But I think the reason for me and probably for all of you is that it was the first time I had ever traveled outside the state. And it was free. And it was like, I actually got to know a bigger part of the world and like you said people say traveling is one of the greatest things you could do to unlock a new perspective and so to go from a family that really only went 20 minutes out of our town at most to now like five hours across the country it's a it was like a big deal for me um just to realize how much there is like I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how to describe it, but it was like a big it made me feel like there was a lot that was possible. As cheesy as that might sound. You know, yeah. I was about to say that what you were saying. There's a lot out there and I think traveling and getting exposed to all these different opportunities made me realize that I am capable more I'm capable with more than I think. You know, I Sometimes in my head, I just have this image of us like, oh, you can't, you know, you can't go to Paris and do this thing. You can't speak at this panel or whatever. And then I do it and I realize, oh, that was it. I could actually do it. And I think I need to realize that a lot more within myself that I can do. It's so I can do whatever I want. They're like, you know, but but it's like it's, it's so cheesy, but it's so true that if I really wanted something, I can get it. And a lot of times I think that only good luck and good opportunities go to rich people that are at my school and i'm just like oh they're so lucky they're so lucky of course they got it you know yeah but i have to realize that i can also get it as well yeah i think traveling and just all the opportunities that we've have been able to experience just showed me that there is so much of the world to experience and so much of our life to experience and I just I can't wait to meet people all across the world and try food everywhere have memories here and there this is only the beginning because we're only 19 yeah and so much has already happened that I don't know I'm really excited and I never thought I would get to a point where life excites me because I've never really enjoyed life for a big majority of, you know, the years I've been alive. And I think these recent years, 18 and 19 especially, has just showed me that there is value in life and it's worth it to just stay, even if it gets really hard. Yeah. I 
I'm excited. Sorry, that sounds so cheesy, but like, it's true <laughs> though. Whenever we start thinking too hard, everything just becomes so cheesy. But it's because cheesy things are true. It's true. Sorry for being so sappy, but like, <laughs> it's facts. <laughs> Sorry. It is. Yeah. Um. Just like it's just. It's even cheesier with the ocean right in oh front of us. Oh my god! Please. Oh, we think we're so fucking. <laughs> we're so groundbreaking right now. No, this no one has done this. No one has fucking done this. I mean, it doesn't matter. I think that you guys will get it. You'll get it. You get it. You'll get it. Yeah. Like honestly, sometimes when I think about the podcast, I'm like, wow, it is very sappy. Like even just the fact that we started it in high school, like. Damn, yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get fucking bullied for it. Because <laughs> it was cheesy as fuck, but the most cheesy, corny, sappy people that just are willing to be cringy are the ones that ultimately get the attention, get the success. Because they're, they're always the to happiest. put themselves out there. Yeah. And look yeah. at us go. We were like you like in in retrospect, it's easy to like analyze what happened and be like, damn, like that is scary. I would never do something like that because it's scary and people are gonna judge me. But in the moment, I guess we just didn't think about it too hard, which was probably our greatest strength because we were doing it. <laughs> and I think a part of that was because we were so young. Yeah. You know, we weren't thinking about necessarily the outcomes. We were just thinking about in the moment. And maybe I should apply that to my life now, honestly. Yeah. Stop thinking so much about the outcomes and results. You know, it's funny you talk about that senior quote. Um, <laughs> if you're international, you don't know what that is. Oh, Our high school has a yearbook. And at the end, they nominate people for, like, most likely to be successful, best hair, best comedian, best humor, best friendship. Um, and, yeah, so Kayla and I got nominated. And in mine, in my quote, I put, um, um, where do you see yourself? I forgot what it was, but essentially my answer was like about the future and like where I see myself. Um, and I put like, Oh, I'm gonna start a company. What kind? I don't know. I haven't made it yet. And it's so weird that I thought that was something that would be like years off the line, but I started a company and I'm starting a company and that's really weird. It's called like Astro studios and it's a podcast company. And I, like, am officially doing it. Like, it's an official thing, and it's really scary. And this year has been so... I'm... I almost can't wait to look back next year on this episode. Because, like I said, I feel like 2023 was a year of preparation. It was a year that filled me with opportunities, with connections, with meeting people, with experience. And while I may have not known why I was experiencing all of that at the time. If I think about it and if I like rationalize it. It all seems like it was pointing me to do this big thing this big next step which is one that i needed to take and i've been planning on taking but i just had been too scared to do it and this step is so scary for me because i know how much potential it has to change my life completely because starting a company can go two ways either it fails or it is just successful like any other thing but the amount of success it can provide the amount of value it can provide is so gigantic that it's scary and so i don't know i'm gonna 
I guess for me, I'm feels like 2023 was a catalyst in me finally taking this giant step as I enter my 20s and I guess become like a CEO. A CEO. <laughs> yeah. Like I am. It was a glimpse of a much bigger picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like this is what could be possible if you go out and do this thing. Yeah. <laughs> also, you're referring. You're referring to this year as 2023. Was I? Is it 2023? No, it's, it's 2022. 2022. Okay. Girl, what the? No, but you were referring to this year oh, as 2023. Well, my bad. Sometimes I, I actually know what he meant. Yeah. I actually don't think before I speak, which is why I I do that. No, but I do think your company will take off. Yeah. Because, I mean, you started the podcast and what you were, how old? 15. Yeah. And now you have so much more experience connections confidence i think it'll happen this was a year for confidence i think i think it was a very big year of just developing confidence and perspective that it's possible for people like us that's really the biggest thing like people can us can start a company we can travel like i feel like my whole life i was limited by no like i booking a plane ticket is too complicated like going to the airport is too like scary i don't know how to do that it's like people like us don't do that because I never saw my family do it. People always talking about what airline do you fly? Um, the I don't know. To like- <laughs> yeah, I mean, like my I- family doesn't travel. I don't travel, and like that's why it was so weird because just the simple act of traveling felt so impossible because it's an area that my family never approached. We never even got near an airport. Yeah. So to do something like that was honestly like <laughs> groundbreaking for me. I think you put. You said it perfectly. It's just like, you never think that we can do this where we're from with the backgrounds that we have. It's like, it's just so insane. And yeah. You know what's so crazy to think about for me? Um, And sometimes I think about my life. And I, it's both so relieving yet anxiety-inducing to think that I was literally born, like, in a small little town in Mexico with cows behind us and unpaved roads. And I somehow managed to make it to, like, a new country, learn a new language, and then succeed throughout poverty and a lack of mentorship, a lack of basically (laughs) everything, and somehow manage to make something out of it, and to now be doing things like speaking at a prestigious event where immensely rich people are, going to dinners with like <laughs> people that are literally in our government, like some of the most yeah. powerful people on earth and being just in their presence, being friends with some of them. Talking to ex-royalty. Talking to ex-royalty. Oh, my God. Oh my God. That is ridiculous. <laughs> it is like truly. It's crazy how much we've done. Yeah. It, I always forget about that. Yeah. We like have reached, we have touched really big heights. It's just, I can't believe it sometimes. And so I, 
I feel very, very thankful. And I think reflecting on that hopefully gives even just all of us a little bit more confidence yeah, <laughs> that like it's possible. I think at the beginning of the year, I was obviously did not expect to travel anywhere reasons for the podcast or travel anywhere period (laughs) but especially for the podcast you know um because i think after new york times era slash covid era i was like okay this is is this our peak (laughs) i think think this may be it and so after that i wasn't really expecting anything and so coming into the new year i'm just I don't know what to expect because we always I, think that the biggest thing ex- just happened. Exactly. And then it somehow gets overdone. And so I'm just, I'm going into this year with no expectations as I usually do. <sighs> and I'm hoping I'll just get surprised because it somehow always finds a way to happen when I always think, okay, that's it. Yeah. It can't, yeah. it can't get any better, <laughs> but you never know. You never know. I think although there has been a lot of progress in terms of success and status, I guess, I'm still very lost on some parts of my life. Just to keep it real, since we are talking about like all our achievements and everything. Um, so even though we have come this far and we've done a lot of you know really impressive things i still don't know what the hell i'm doing (laughs) i i still struggle every day and i think this year has been honestly kind of tough for me mentally at least the last half of it um I just feel that obviously the podcast has done a lot of great things, but it is not easy to go on this platform and have thousands of people listen to your every word and hear about all your trials and triumphs. You know, it's been hard, and I feel like I haven't been very vulnerable this year just because I'm still so lost in what's going on in my head. But the good thing is that every year there's always going to be a little more progress in understanding yourself. And it gets better over time. And with new experiences, you can take so much from it. I definitely agree with you. I think this year I I was feeling lost. Now that I actually I feel like I felt more lost than think about it. Than a, yeah. Yeah. I at times it just feels like I don't really understand myself. And so then I think if I don't understand myself, how do I expect other people to try to understand me? And that's a scary thought. 
honestly, because to not know yourself is is strange. Because you think that you would. But yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about <laughs> I did feel lost this year. <laughs> Damn. Um I just never knew what I wanted. Oh and my god. Yeah. Who I wanted to be. I I think more recently I've been thinking about that more of who do I want to be? And that's just such a big question to ask yourself. So I know I won't get the answer now or if ever. But yeah, it's just I think that's just life. Yeah, who am I? <laughs> but I just want some clarity on myself. Yeah. Like who am I? What do I want? How do I get there, more importantly? But yeah. And it's always a fluctuating thing where I'm always on top of the world when good things are happening. And as soon as some one bad thing happens, I go into the spiral and everything automatically becomes worse. And I'm I don't know if that part will ever get better. I think that might just be how it goes. But 19 19 has been very introspective. I think I've had a lot of time to sit with myself and figure out my my wants and needs. Still not sure what that is, but I guess that's what 20 is for. <laughs> yeah. My 20s. 20s, yes. I feel like emotionally this year was really... There was a lot of necessary pain this year for me, I think. I experienced a lot of emotions for the first time. Um, so I think that for me, I don't know if I felt lost per se. I think I... I, I knew... I knew where I needed to be. I knew where I needed to go. But I just didn't know how to get there. And I felt like I couldn't get there. It felt like I had lost a version of myself that I used to love and admire. And I couldn't figure out what changed in my life that made that person go away. And I think the last couple of months, I've been starting to find the answer for that. Which... Is why I think these last two months have been really important for me. And combined with therapy, too, it allowed me to reflect on what I require to be at my best. Um, and I think a lot of trust. I think I developed a lot more trust in myself this year, which is a big issue that I had been struggling with for like the last year and a half and this year I was able to find some of that again and that just comes with experiencing and letting time pass and, and I guess reflecting on how you dealt with things if things did turn out okay after all so this year was that for me I feel like I'm ending it in 
a better place than I started. And I'm really excited to see what happens next year because I, I... You have a lot to look forward I to. I do. I have a lot to look forward to. And I think I have a lot of healing to do. Like I said, like I'm going to therapy every week and I'm really looking forward to spending a couple more months in that and seeing what that does for me. Yeah. I think that's the scary thing about getting older is that you do lose parts of yourself while gaining new ones. Yeah. And it's like that which parts do you so want to let go of? <laughs> what parts so of yourself depressing. do you want to let go of? And which ones do you want to hold on to? Because there's parts of our teen selves that I think are admirable. And there's parts that we have to realize aren't healthy and we need to replace. So we have to figure out which ones do we want and which ones do we not. Relationships being outgrown. Oh, Oh my God. I think I think that's one of the main things, too, of this year is just outgrowing people in relationships. And it's so sad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just. As much as you want to be on the same wavelength as this one person you just can't be and you have to find peace in that it just feels like i'm always grieving something whether that be a relationship or like some sort of opportunity or something it just feels like there's something missing in my life always and i'm just going through life looking for that one thing and to this day i haven't found it yeah that's so interesting yeah you know, I feel like I used to feel that way. But recently I've been feeling the opposite of just Whoa. like feeling like I have everything I need to have. Which is such a nice feeling to feel <laughs> for once because for so long it was just like, I don't have this though. And I don't have this, but I don't know. Recently it's been like, I have everything. Like everything is good that's, that's good nice to hear. hear yeah i'm not there yet <laughs> that's fine um, we'll be there yeah we'll get there eventually but yes, i'm not where i want to be right now in life and Same. i have to remind myself i'm only 19 <laughs> i can't expect myself i can't i can't expect too high of myself yeah um i don't know i think going into my 20s I just don't want to put so much expectations onto it. I just, I know that it's a monumental thing, but I don't want to treat it like that. It's just going to be another birthday. And that's it. Yeah. It's weird because... I have a bad, sorry. Go ahead. I have a bad habit of building things up in my head. (laughs) Like, really, really bad. Every single thing, I just... I romanticize the shit out of it, and I expect so much to happen. Never gets me anywhere but disappointment. And that's what I'm talking about. Is I don't want to go into my 20s thinking, like, I'm going to travel to these places. I'm going to accomplish these things. I'm going to get this job. I'm going to make this amount of money. I just, I don't even want to set those expectations for myself. Yeah, it's better to just go into it yeah expecting anything exactly embracing I'm, everything i'm open to anything that's gonna happen and i don't want i just don't want to feel discouraged if things don't go the way that i imagined yeah that's so interesting expect nothing 
get everything. everything. <laughs> I think that's the word. If you expect so. nothing, you can't disappoint anyone. Things go wrong. Oh my god, that. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> but that's so interesting because I I feel like I have the opposite. Well, a con- contrarian viewpoint, which is just like I am gonna try to make as much as I can happen. There's a certain life I want to live, and I'm I want to do everything I can to make sure it does. And I guess I do have expectations. Um, I have big expectations for myself. Uh, but that's what excites me. I think. I don't to me it doesn't feel like pressure it just it's exciting it I I imagine what my life is going to look like what it could potentially look like and to me that's what motivates me to do more or do this thing or do this next thing cuz I just see it all as I just want to do everything try everything and see where I end up um and I think doing the podcast for the past 4 years has really reinforced the idea that if I, it's in my control. A lot of things are in my control, more than I would realize. And so I'm going to keep doing it and trying to make this life happen. Mm-hmm. And I think a reason why you do have these expectations for yourself and, you know, you're excited and everything is because you know what you want, you know. So it gives you yeah. something to actively look forward to and yearn for, whereas... Thomas and I, we don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're sort of yeah. just again going lost. through the motions. Well, yeah, we're lost. we're lost. What do you think you want right now? I guess that's what our twenties are for, right? Yeah. I feel like as soon as you graduate from high school, you just enter this new phase of what's next for me, and it's this constant question of the next like thing. You know what I mean? Whereas high school, you're kind of going through emotions and you don't really have to worry about it because every day will be the same. Tomorrow will be the exact same as you, as you know, you expect it to be. But ever since I entered college and everything, it just feels like I'm in a competition with myself, I guess. Just always having to do this and get that but I guess that's what getting older feels like (laughs) yeah I think I think that's just a reality of entering the workforce (laughs) (laughs) or just adulting adulting you know you're always going to be in competition with other people and that's that's scary because I don't like competing (laughs) and I think a part of why I say I don't like competing is because I feel like I'm not up to par with everybody else. Yeah. And so I'm just always like, trying to catch I don't up. Like it. I feel yeah. like I'm always trying to catch up. Yeah. Like everyone else is so far ahead in my head. I mean, obviously everyone is just as lost, but not Gael here. <laughs> not Gael. Not me, guys. Let's not say that he does too. not feel the same in a way. But. You know, for a majority of (laughs) 19-year-olds, we don't know what the fuck we want. We don't know where the fuck we're going. And I think that's okay. But you know the thing is, I think the reason so many of us feel lost is because (laughs) we live our lives doing what we're expected to do. 
instead of what we want to do. And I, 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 and I truly think it's not about, I don't know what I want. I think, I think a lot of us do. It's just underneath all the expectations and pressures we have. We know what we want to do. And I, the way that I've always lived my life is I've never lived it the way that I was expected to. I never focused on school. I never did the career path. I didn't go to college. I totally fucking went the opposite way of everyone. And to be honest, I don't think it was bravery. I think I was too stupid to see the potential long-term consequences of my actions and the risk involved. But I feel so fulfilled and happy with my life because I look forward to every day because I never know what it's going to bring. There's never any sense of metonymy and just it's the same thing. And it's like I'm expected to do this. I'm expected to go to school and then my job. It's like today could be whatever I wanted to. And that has made me so happy. And it's scary because I know as a first gen, it's like I can't afford to take such a big risk of not going to school, not getting an education. And I think for me, I just, I guess I just didn't, I don't, I could, I can't, it's all or nothing. I'm, I think I'm a very big risk taker and it was all or nothing. And I, once I got a taste of what it felt like to just stop giving in to expectations, I could never return to, that lifestyle i suppose so i think if you have the discipline if you have the work ethic take the risk and trust yourself um do what you want i I think that goes sorry no no go oh i think that goes back to um the point i was trying to make about getting older and not having to live for everybody and attend to people's needs because i've done that my whole life and to be honest, the only reason I'm in college is for my parents. And that's why I think that when I do graduate college and move on my own and everything, it'll be so liberating. Cause now I just do my own thing and all I have to care like all I have to think about is myself. And I just can't wait for that. Yeah. And got how you're saying you're too what did you you're too stupid to look at the outcomes or something like yeah that? or i think i think that's a big thing with us i guess you know starting the podcast we weren't thinking about the outcomes or anything and then you you know going on your own journey and i think that's yeah that's just something that i need to work on because i think too much about the outcomes with every decision that i make and then i start to think too negatively of it and i start to think of the negative consequences rather than the positive or just anything that might happen that I didn't plan for. And so I just need to stop thinking too much. Yeah, that's what it is. I, when I think about making a decision, the first thing I do is romanticize the positives <laughs> of it. I'm like, whoa, this could lead to this and this and this. And you just do the opposite. I yeah. Do, You're I like, do the whoa, opposite. this is going to lead to this. And yeah. This. <laughs> ex- yeah. Basically I do the opposite. And so either I do, I go the extreme opposite way or I just try to find a middle ground. Yeah. But you never go through all the way. <laughs> you never pursue it. 
Because we're scared. We. Yeah. I was always just. I don't know. That's the other thing. You have so much time to restart, and I know everyone tells you that, but it just feels so good accepting it. You have so much time to restart. You could start your career at 28. I think when I see people that share their stories about, I was a fast food worker or I was like a minimum wage worker up until I was 32, and then I went to college and I got a degree and I got this career, and now I'm like a famous fucking successful person. It's like, oh, shit. If all goes to shit... I'll be fine because I just restart. I might have to make some sacrifices. Like maybe I won't have a family as young as I would like. But if it means I'll be happier with my life knowing that I tried, then I don't think I'll regret that when I'm on my deathbed. We just, <laughs> yeah, just got to put ourselves straight to the void. Straight to the void. <laughs> deathbed. How scary. <laughs> deathbed. Wow. And it's weird that 60 years, 70 years are going to go by so quick. Right now, I'm in this moment being 19, but I'll blink and I'll be on my fucking deathbed realizing I remember when I was 19. And both of those memories are happening at the same time. But I guess I right now we're in the present. That. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I, I just hope I have more free time when I'm older to just do whatever the fuck I want. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is is that we kind of do have that free time now where we have to make that time for ourselves. But since we're in college, it just feels like it's so we much only harder. need to put our attention on one thing and that's college. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's, that's so why funny. I'm excited to graduate already. <laughs> like I just want to graduate that's so I can have all the time in the world and not have to worry about my classes and stuff, you yeah. know? Guys. I don't know. I feel like Sorry. No, it's harder ahead. for you to speak on it I, because you're not in college, Gael. <laughs> I think with college, it's, it's a double-edged sword for me, at least. Because a part of me does want to be there. And I do want to get my education to just prove to myself almost that, like... That you I, could do it. I did it. Yeah. And from a private university, too. That's so well-known. And, you know, one of the top schools in literally the nation. And so I just want to seize on that opportunity for myself and a part of course is for my family too like my parents you know they they would want me to take this opportunity they don't tell me anything about pressuring me to stay or anything like that so I do have freedom in that sense but I just I know the happiness that they would feel if I graduated right my parents have done so much and for me not to go to college, it would just break their hearts. I think it's a very privileged thing to say that college, like, don't go to college. Like, you don't have to go to college. Because, yes, you don't have to, but when you're coming from a household who's raised on you know, taking every opportunity you can because they couldn't afford it. It's a lot different. You can't just say, no, I'm not going to go to college. Yeah. Which I agree. It's a sad reality. And <laughs> even in high school, like I thought that the only way that I can get out of the circumstance that I was in, as in like, you know, living in an apartment, struggling with money, whatever was through college. So I was like, well, if this is my only way out, then of course I'm going to go at it with, you know, 
effort and it worked out in the end but now it's like okay working towards another goal because when you know when you're younger it's like your main thing is college or that's what's forced on you basically and so now i've reached that college standpoint so now it's the career thing yeah so now it's my career and that's scary to think about uh i wish i was a nepo baby oh my god wouldn't that be nice everything just handed to me god and the thing is they they complain about being a nepo baby right (laughs) I'm you not defined because I'm an Apple baby. <laughs> like, I worked hard. <laughs> I worked hard. But my kids are going to be Apple babies. That's what That's what that's we what, all say. Because <laughs> it is. They will. I was talking Would about Would you guys this. follow our babies? <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about this that um with our families and you know generations and your parents, your parents' parents and so on and so on they never had that opportunity to make something of themselves, I guess you can say. Sounds kind of wrong to say that. What's another way to word that? I feel like you worded it Okay, fine. sorry. I don't know why that <laughs> you, felt weird to you say. You guys know how to take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't have the opportunity. And so because of that, you know, so many generational lines have passed. And now I'm here presented with that. And I'm so lucky and, like, fortunate enough to have that because now because of me because of me going to this college and graduating hopefully one day um now my children will be set in a way and their children's children and so it just takes one person one person and one opportunity to change the cycle of a family and that's so crazy yeah it's scary i Breaking the generational curse. Literally. <laughs> I'm that's what I hope to do. I think you got it. I think we all do. Yeah. I I feel like we never give ourselves enough credit. We work our asses off, especially in high school. And we brush it off like it was that's nothing, true. but we were we were working nine to nine, like <laughs> staying the oh whole day at school. Working, being part of extracurricul- extracurriculars and stuff like, and then the podcast after and the podcast, <laughs> podcast. Isaac falling asleep during episodes. Yeah. <laughs> that just goes to show <laughs> how, how tired we were. We. we were down, God. but look where we are now. So yeah. it's paid off. Yeah, it's paid off. Well, and I hope that you know now four years down the line, I'm able to say that again. Like, oh, all this hard work. All this, you know, you has just paid off. We will be able to. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll just have to wait and see what 2023 <laughs> brings us. You guys just have to stick around. Yeah. Suppose that's I don't know it. how much longer yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah there's a possibility maybe next year this time we won't be in the same setting that's with true. the same people that's true who knows the, this podcast isn't forever and that's that's so, so scary sad. 
It is sad. Because it feels like forever. It feels like I'm always going to be doing this. But <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. That's how it <laughs> But it's going to stop eventually. Feels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to go on our own path at one point. I don't know what other habit I've maintained this consistently for four years. Genuinely. Right? This is the longest I've ever done something. Yeah. yeah. This consistently. <laughs> And there were so many times where <laughs> it almost did not work out. <laughs> it fell so apart. So many times where so many times. it was going to end. So many parts where I just wanted to leave. But I'm glad I stuck around. Yeah. We um we <laughs> we say that the experience that we've had with the podcast has been so unique. I feel so lucky because, one, I feel like I trauma bonded oh my god <laughs> yeah with all of you um like it's the like even now it's the weirdest intimate relationship between like thomas kayla and i yeah like, right? it's, su- it really it's, is. it's such an interesting dynamic that you, like why it's too complex that to an outsider it may seem like how how can you still be friends with these people? yeah you know but it's just after you've gone through so much, it's just it would just, just feel weird now. not to. It's natural, yeah. and yeah, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have known this all started because Gal and I started dating? Yeah, that's literally how we were this all, all started. in the yeah. same science class, and that's. <laughs> That's how we all knew each other. So basically. many little butterfly effects. Yeah. And Sometimes I think if we hadn't gone together, would I be happier? <laughs> like, yeah. where, where would I be in my life? And yeah. Would I be happier? Yeah. But I'm happy where I am, and I wouldn't change it. But, you know, the thought crosses your mind. I would like every to see then, the right? other futures, the other universes. Right? Let's see what's going on over there, right? Yeah. <sighs> I am very excited to look back at this footage 20 years from now, 10 years from now even. You know, I was taking pictures as we were setting up, and I was thinking, one day my kids are going to see this. <laughs> yeah, oh, that is insane. <laughs> see, this is why sometimes I'm in a rush to just fast forward. I want to know the answer. <laughs> what is it going to feel like showing this to my 35-year-old self with my husband and kids? Whoa. Oh, God. I can't Crazy. wait. I'm really excited. I am too. I'm really excited too. Um, and just if you guys have been around for like the beginning, you know that I've made a lot of progress in terms of my mental health and I've grown a lot as a person. And for me to be sitting here and saying that like I'm really excited for where life takes me it's a really i don't know i i never thought i would be here and i'm just really happy that you know kayla gael and all of you guys you guys have made it possible for me to have this new perspective and just to be happy to be alive and excited about it you know <laughs> yeah 
you have made a lot of progress. <laughs> it's actually have, pretty crazy to think about because sophomore year you was <laughs> Jesus. You were a different person. And it's crazy I was just, that you I was a bomb sport. waiting to go off. <laughs> like that was horrifying. Yeah, and I remember my journal. I think it was your birthday two years Stop. ago or Every something. Every time you bring this up, I always start bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Basically, it was like the day of your, or the day after your birthday party. And I wrote down in my journal, I was like, I'm glad that he was so here to celebrate with us. And it was just so sad. <laughs> it's oh. so sad and happy. Yeah. Because when you think about it, you were so young experiencing such intense emotions that you just didn't know how to express it. And I'm sure a lot of you now listening are going through similar things. And so... If Thomas here (laughs) has gone through it and he's here smiling, then you can too. I believe in you guys. This has always been like the mission of the podcast. And I really do hope that we were able to make you guys feel less alone and inspire you guys. And you guys were able to take something away from it. Mm -hmm. I, I am very proud of you. I feel like I might have a complicated relationship with you and I might despise you or hate you at times, but ultimately I am really glad you're alive and getting better with each day. Like, I remember there was this one time um, I was watching our, like, basically recap we're four years of high school and just seeing all the footage from you up from freshman year up until senior year like i just (laughs) i kept bawling my eyes out because (laughs) i was like i was so like it's just so sad to to um i don't know i'm just i'm very sympathetic to all the pain that you have faced um and i'm so glad that one you're here and two you had the strength and the courage to share all of that with people because i i don't think you'll ever none of us will ever be able to visualize how many people we could have impacted and the words don't get through to us the way they should sometimes but yeah, we've done a very good <laughs> thing, I think. I me thinks. Yes. <laughs> I'm very proud of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mission accomplished. For I real. Know, I think Gael, now you're the only person I feel that I really talk to outside of like high school now. Which <laughs> is so weird to say. You're the one person that I've, you know, maintained contact with. Yeah. Yeah. You of all people. Right? <laughs> right? Like what are the odds that we were connected since Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like through the podcast I made lifelong friends, which is so weird to say because again we are nineteen. Yeah. But I think, you know, when I'm when I'm in my thirties, forties, I'll still be friends with you both. And yeah. so we'll always be in each other's lives. Exactly. I think somehow I think so too. We've gone too deep to way a little too, too deep. deep. <laughs> a little too deep. deep. Yeah. At my lowest. 
And it's just the thing is, we've shared such a unique experience that no one else can, we can truly like talk to and have them exactly. understand. Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> well, <laughs> well, um, I suppose that is it. Guess so. It is, is it. getting quite cold out <laughs> here. Actually. My hands are so cold. You're gonna hear our teeth clattering. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know if they can see anything. The camera anymore. is oh, yeah. pitch black. <laughs> that sunset was beautiful it though. Was no, really nice. oh my god! It's like they did it just for us. Thank you, universe. Thank you for such Always a pretty so sunset. Kind. Yeah. So, um, thank you all for listening. I don't think there's much else to say besides thank you a million times over thank you in every possible way for listening to us for supporting us we don't know you guys but we really do love you yeah we have a lot of love for you guys okay? yeah <laughs> like i have so much appreciation for everyone that listens like just knowing there's people that listen makes me so happy and i yeah I want to just get in one big group hug here. Basically. Yeah. I don't know. Just group hug. the fact that you listen and genuinely care about what we have to say <laughs> is so crazy to me because we're just talking. We're just talking, basically. But we're, I'm so glad that you find comfort in it. Yeah. And also, little shout out to the people that went to Spotify Lives because yeah. you, guys, you guys made my Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Genuinely. <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys came and took time out of your days to just hear us talk about random things. And we got to know you and you got to know us a little bit more besides, you know, the daily or the weekly podcast. Yeah. Um, so thank you for joining those. Yeah. I'm sure we will all cross paths one day. I don't know I how, so. but I know it'll happen <laughs> and I can't wait to meet you guys. Yeah. If you ever see us in person, that's say us. Please say hi. I, say hi. It breaks my heart every time you guys tell me, like, oh, I saw you, but I didn't go up because I was too shy. No. Please say <laughs> hi. We are not scary at all. Yeah. <laughs> please. No. We're more nervous than you are probably. Yes, <laughs> always. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, genuinely, thank you for listening because all the things that we were listening throughout the episode of things we've done, opportunities we've had, would not have been possible if you didn't listen so thank you and i know you, you might be tired of hearing that but we're gonna keep saying it so <laughs> too fucking bad and we love you of course <laughs> and we love you so much um yeah all right i think that's it that's it bye bye, bye guys love you love you